Ian hates music. Adults only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. How are you doing tonight, Ian? You know, Dave, I'm so lit right now. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. We have a lot of concerts to go to. I mean, we are actually sandwiching this show in between a ton of shows that you and I have been going to. So why don't we just... Switch things around a little bit, once again, keeping people on their toes. And how about we go to our favorite part of the show? Do you want to say anything? No, I'm good. All right, everyone, it is our favorite part of the show. That means it's album review time. We're going to do something similar to what we've done for a few weeks now, and we're going to do a little short burst of album reviews and then go into an extended edition. Dave, are you okay with that? Yep, I'm good with it. So we'll start first with a band called Discrepancies, The Awakening on Invogue Records. This is like rap core slash new metal. I'm pretty sure they just got picked up by In Vogue, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, kind of a, kind of an odd pickup, but it might work for some people. It didn't click as well with me, but whatever. Yeah, I like that they're diversifying, I guess yeah. is a good way to put it, because I don't know any other rap core bands that are on In Vogue. But no. I did try this out. It's just not my style. But if people like this kind of thing, then you might enjoy this. I mean... I wouldn't say it's like Siler, but I guess it's along the same lines, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say like a Siler, maybe a hint of like backwards or something similar. Possibly, but it didn't yeah. hit me the way those two bands did. No. So if you want to, obviously go check them out. Next up, we have the band Cove with a Conscious Motion EP. This is an independent release. They are an alternative, melodic, hardcore band from the UK. Five tracks, one's an interlude, cleans and screaming uncleans. I think there's really good stuff here. I just wish there was more. I mean, I think they put a good foot forward, but I'm not sure they distinguish themselves enough from a lot of other bands. Yeah, I definitely want to hear more. I think a full album really benefit them. Um I mean, it, we're talking about it, so it had to be good. We usually don't talk about bad music on here. We try our best not to. 
Right. <laughs> no, no, for sure. And that's the thing. This is definitely worth more than just one listen. Like, I think this yeah. band deserves a lot more, but there's not as much to talk about because it is very short. Yeah, and actually, kind of weird, I'm considering naming my uh, child Cove, and I'm catching a lot of shit for it right now, um, assuming it's a male. But, man, I don't know. Cove, what do you think? I think Cove as a guy is fine. Cove as a girl would probably be iffy. Okay, agreed. I mean, you know that's something parents have to go through. You really have to, if you're going to decide to you know name a kid something you better make sure it can't be made fun of yeah that's it i mean yeah that's that's a tough part yeah yeah the old jokes are there you know you can you know there's the one if you name a girl honor yep (laughs) (laughs) that's a joke from scrubs but it is a classic i'll let everyone look it up we don't have to go into that but i think and i will say this though man unique names are good yeah that's that's what i'm thinking i don't I, i didn't like sharing a name throughout high school (laughs) <laughs> yeah, look, even living in England, I didn't know barely any Ians. And coming okay. to the States, I didn't know any Ians until now. And I know like yeah. 15 of them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I know I know probably 10 Ians. Yeah, it's very strange. So, yeah, I would say pick something unique that can't be made fun of. Yep. That's Agreed. the best way yeah, to do Now, it. we could really misspell the name Ian and piss you off, kind of like the name Austin if you want to. E-A-N or E-O-N. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's, I like that one. And then why not E-Dog? I think yep. that's a great name. <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. We've got Chamber, Hatred Softly Spoken. This is an EP. It's an independent release. This is Deathcore, Hardcore, five tracks. You know, it's a mix of Barking, Unclean, and Higher Whales. I think they had a lot of fun riffs, and I'm assuming it sounded very angry but the mix for the vocals is very, very low. And I'm just not a fan when it's at 100%. It's just tough for me. And I know a lot of people really like it. So if you yeah. do, there's nothing wrong with this band. That might be the band for you. But for me, yeah. I would enjoy seeing them live. But listening to that, you know, just by myself is not my style. No. Uh, yeah. Same here. I mean, I know some people enjoy it, obviously, after the show I went to this well, yet last night. So I know people out there enjoy it, but not for me. Now we have Forever Came Calling. This is Retro Future EP. This is also an independent release, which was a little surprising to me. This is Energetic Pop Punk. This is their first release since 2014. Five tracks. And you know what? This is good. It's catchy. You know, it's enough tempo changes to really mix things up. I don't think you really feel like every track is the same here no not at all i mean they're on tour right now and you're going to be next door to their their show tonight i think i am indeed um yeah yeah i really enjoy this start to finish i mean i i could say i was expecting an album more than an ep because it's been four years Mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens from here i mean I, I really enjoy all their previous work, too. And they have a whole bunch of those split EPs we talk about sometimes. Right. I really enjoy those. Well, that's kind of the funny thing is I never got into this band. Oh, wow. So maybe by this EP, because I enjoyed it, I need to go back and listen to their past catalog. But maybe also, since this is an independent release, maybe they were testing the waters to see how well it would do. Then a full length would be on the way. 
Yeah, because they were with Piranoids for a long time, and I would really suggest you going back to the album um, Contender. Okay. Um, that's a really good one. Will do. Yeah, that was kind of the plan, and I guess in a way this EP did what it was supposed to do, at least for someone like me. And I would say another positive for this EP is it's not bubblegum pop punk. Not at all. And that and it kind of worried me with the album cover having that type of style to it. Yeah. And it, it didn't go that route at all. And I was very thankful. No, I completely agree. And yeah, even though I didn't get into them before, I am going to try to now. I think people should definitely give this a listen, especially if you like that kind of energetic pop punk that doesn't lean too much on the pop. You actually yep. get the punk side to it as well. Definitely my favorite style. Absolutely. And we're going to round out our shorter reviews today with Bad Wolves, False Flags, Volume 1 EP. This is on 11.7 Music. And one of the big things I want to mention right away is apparently they had the debut full-length album called Disobey coming out on May 11th. Seems like a weird time to drop an EP. Yeah, this is, this is odd. I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. The only thing I can really decipher from this maybe is that this EP has the cover of Zombie. Yeah, definitely. They came out swinging with track one on that. So Yeah, maybe they wanted, maybe they did it because, please correct me if I'm wrong, it's either a portion of the proceeds or all of the proceeds goes to Dolores's children that she okay. left behind after she passed away. Maybe this is their way of separating that from their own money that they'll get from their debut album. Yeah, I would definitely understand that then. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, how did you feel about the album as a whole? Did you have any issues in this album? I did. I thought that okay. second track. So it goes yeah. zombie, then it goes officer down. Yeah, which I already didn't like from the title, but yeah. We'll get a little political later on in the show, I think. Yeah. But this is definitely from the view of not liking cops at all and pretty much, I think, wanting them dead. I'm, I might be stepping yeah. out of bounds here, but I'm pretty sure that's what the lyrical content of the song is talking about. Not only that, though, they start off the track by saying, pull the trigger on the N-word. And I'm saying N-word now because I don't know what you're allowed to say anymore and i'm not going to say it for shock value because i don't think no. that's the point of that word so i believe though that they were using it for shock value but then didn't go all the way with it because you have to know what you're listening for like as soon as i heard it i go wait a second there are only a few words that rhyme with trigger yeah and then yeah, i that, checked with a couple people yeah. yeah i checked with ty i was like ty listen to this like i'm pretty sure they're saying this and he was yeah. like, yeah, it kind of sounds like it, but they pull their punch a little bit because they definitely say it really fast. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I didn't like it at all. Um, I knew going into it, and it kind of gives me a bad taste in my mouth for the band, honestly. I mean, and not this, but I mean, all these songs of the EP are going to be included on the um, the full length from what I'm looking at right now. Oh, okay. And is it kind of crash cash grabby that way? I mean, and and once you buy the EP... From the looks of it, there's only two songs available like you can download right now. So you'd still be like repurchasing these songs. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to feel about this band at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the marketing and business background of it. That's for sure. So I don't know if this has something to do with Dolores. I don't know that at all. 
but I'm also not really a fan of that cover either. Yeah, it it just it's weird for me to use that type of language in like a radio rock sound. You know, it just you can't. How are you going to be on the radio now, bud? Yeah, I don't get it. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what this band seems to try and do is really play that line between radio rock meets metalcore. Yeah. But they don't, in my opinion, do a really great job of blending them together because I think it's so piecemeal through the singles that you can tell. You can go, oh, that's radio rock. Oh, that's metalcore. They don't blend it in well enough. And I don't know. I mean, this is a super group. You've got members from Devil Driver, Divine, Snot, God Forbid, Bury You're Dead, (laughs) Bury You're Dead, and In This Moment. So this is a super group. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, it was a little, it was like they were trying to ingratiate themselves into something by using that word because they weren't using that word as a bad thing. Yep. It's just, it's like, why did you even have to do that? You've got the song and we've got the point of the song. But then I guess you just want, I mean, we're talking about it. So I guess they wanted the shock value. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's strange. We're Um, shock jocks, Dave. We'll really think about, uh, covering the album when it comes out for that reason i think too i don't i don't i don't really want to hear that too many more times throughout an album (laughs) yeah i don't know if that was a one-off i don't know but here let me state this for everyone i want freedom of speech for everyone i want to say whatever fucking words i want to say on this show yeah you just can't do it anymore which is a shame but i also don't have a reason to say that word because i don't really like that word yeah but i do agree that anyone should be able to say it if they want to yeah, I do. I honestly do. I think anyone should be able to say it. You just have to deal with the consequences of it. Oh, definitely. There that's the whole thing. Yeah. I think. You yeah. want to go yell that in the street? Get ready to get your ass beat. Like, that's just yep. the way it is. I have no reason to say that word. But yeah, let, let's for and I just thought of this, like this band would be on a maybe on a bill with just for example, maybe what if they're on the bill with fire from the gods? Because that's what they sound like, kind of. But maybe because of the way they're using the word, people yeah, wouldn't care. Yeah. Because the point of the song is not to be on the side of cops. Yeah. So who the fuck knows? But I think it's worth mentioning. On a much lighter note and breaking news, Bill Murray just posted just the word boner with hearts behind it on Facebook. See, that's the kind of stuff we can get behind. (laughs) Get behind those boners, people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Now to the full reviews here. And we begin with After Party. On My Way to Hell EP, and this is an independent release. This is alternative pop punk, seven tracks, no filler. This is the follow-up EP to I Hope You Don't Make It Home from 2016. This is also the side project of Stray From The Past vocalist Andrew. Yeah. Dave, what do you think? You know, this is and along those same lines as what we were talking about with like alternative pop punk, kind of like Forever Came Calling. I really, really, really enjoyed this. Nice. Um, I, I enjoyed all of them. And there's seven tracks. Was it? Some people call it EP, some an album anymore. So yeah, maybe true. they should put on three more songs and call it a full length. <laughs> maybe. But you could say that thing about Bill Murray, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know if I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know if this is an EP or a full length. But it's really, really, really good. Um, I listened to it numerous times. I might have even listened to this one the most this week. Wow. For me... My favorite parts of this EP were when the vocals got a bit more gritty. I really yeah. like that aggressive pop punk. Yeah. 
I think I think you found that the most on maybe track four or five. That's when they were like that the most, I think. Oh, sure. And um, yeah, I, I played the shit out of this, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it was really good. They used kind of realistic material. It wasn't all about like, I went after this girl and then the girl didn't like me and blah, blah. You know, they're talking about suicide. They're talking about yep. a lot of real topics. It's not bubblegum. I know we mentioned that for Forever Came Calling. Same goes for After Party. It's just very cool that Andrew has another project to get these kind of feelings out and to do yeah. this style of music that would definitely not fit in with Straight From The Path, but because he's not doing something all. different, it works out perfectly. Yeah, it, it's really... You wouldn't even know, honestly, without doing a little bit of research. No, very true, and obviously, we do our research. Yep. Once again, a good example of a pop-punk band that doesn't sound the same all the way through. You know, you're hearing something different every single time. So make sure you check out this EP, check out the last EP as well. Dave, I was thinking of playing Trainwreck. Let's do it. All right. So once again, that's After Party on my Way to Hell EP, and it's an independent release. Now we have Bloodline, Insolent, and this is an independent release. This is alternative metalcore slash hardcore from Dallas. 12 tracks, no filler, first full-length album. Now there are some definite hardcore tones here. Yeah. Almost defining tones. Yep. If not anything else. Higher screaming-ish cleans from time to time and uncleans that range from hardcore to new metal to metalcore to deathcore. But they have a lead vocalist and then two backups as well. Yeah, and yeah, you can definitely hear that. It's very diverse. I mean, I think this would be the most interesting band to see live we cover this week. They, they would be really crazy. Yeah, I agree. And I do think this band kind of wants to be straight up hardcore. But yeah. I think because you hear a lot of knock loose there. Yep. You're definitely a knock loose of the big band and we'll, you know, we'll get to that later on. But they're the big band in the hardcore scene right now. So it kind of makes sense in a way. But I think it really works for them to have a blend of so many different genres because it actually does help them stand out a bit. Yeah. I mean, from the start to finish, I mean, it's quite lengthy. It's about 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. But I mean... If, if you enjoyed it like you and I did, I mean, it's a good thing, of course. Uh, the I'm not sure, man. There's so many highlights in this. I mean, I don't even know where to even start. There's they slow it down a couple times, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, correct? They can do that, but then I think it builds to the heaviness. Yeah, yeah. I I would definitely be interested to see uh, what these guys can do live, and I'm sure they have a pretty good back catalog. Um, I think they have one. EP or seven track from 2015. I think yeah. it's just titled three. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check that out. I didn't get to dive into that yet. No, but I think it's worth checking out for sure. And I oh, think yeah. this band has made a lot of progress. It's heavy, 
fun riffs and breakdowns. I think the addition, once again, of the different genres and vocal styles kind of add layers that you may not get with other hardcore bands. I think it's one of the things that we talk about a lot when it comes to hardcore music is unless you have that band that stands out, what else are you really going to talk about with them? And I think this yeah. band kind of sheds that because they are different enough to be like, hey, this is a really good mixture of a lot of those genres, even though they lean on that hardcore edge. Yeah, and it being so all over the place, you can definitely, if you like a certain style more, you'll find yourself liking different tracks more than others, Sure, which I, I think is a good thing. I mean, just discovering this band, they'll probably get some uh, feedback on who liked what sound the most and kind of stick with it for the next release. Or continue doing whatever they want. As long as they want to do this, I think yeah. this is a good direction for them. So yeah, great showing on a full length. So how about we play Schizo? So once again, that's Bloodline, Insolent, and it's an independent release. Oh man, here we go with the weird. <laughs> We've got The Fever 333, Made and America, not Made in America. Yep. <laughs> this might be an EP, seven tracks once again, we don't know, but they are on Roadrunner Records. For anyone that doesn't know, this is a super group as well. Yep. You've got Let Lives, Jason Butler, Knight versus Eric on drums, and you've got Steven Harrison, X the Chariot on guitar. So yeah, definitely a super group. Oh yeah, they're super all right. <laughs> and I label them, even though it's very tough, thrashy hip-hop alternative punk. Yeah, it's accurate. I, I do think of thrash as like the first word, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also... This was a surprise release. Yes, it was. Very silent, very under the radar. Luckily, you have Ian Hates Music here to talk about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dave, let's start with you. What do you got? Well, we're finally dipping into the real thick of things this week, uh, by the looks of it. I Okay, so I think my very first week of the show, we covered one of the songs. And I said this song reminds me of Buck Cherry, Side Project, whatever the fuck that's called. I don't know what it is anymore. We're coming in. Dude, yeah. I, I still fucking hate that song. <laughs> that song is horrible. And the song after it changes, also not my thing. Sure. However, however, the rest of this, I, I did erase those two songs. Um, <laughs> the rest of this, I I probably, man, I'm still going to play it for the rest of the year. This is probably one of my favorite EPs or whatever you want to call it by the end of the year. Wow. Um, if I take those two out. Um, <laughs> that does hurt it, but I really, really, really enjoy this. Um, it being a surprise made it even better. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, this is a different sound. This is not very let live. This is not the chariot. The things I guess you can take away from those bands is that it's very chaotic. Yeah. 
that's pretty much it. I mean, they're political. You know, this is yep. like defined as a revolution band, that kind yeah. of thing. But in a different way than bad wolves go about just, you know, spouting the N-word, the fever doesn't do that. The fever talks about violence, you know, from police yep. and everything, but does it in a more subtle way that's also in your face at the same time. Yeah, instead of using the N-word, um, they just use an entire track, which is track five, that kind of elaborates a little bit on the use of that word. And um, it's called Sold Me Out, and it talks about maybe a little bit of history here. But um, Sold Me Out Down the River, you know, I think that's the chorus of that song. Sure. So that's probably my favorite song on the uh, album, too. So I, I they do such a good job. Jason does such a good job. There's no surprise. I mean, I'm, I'm sh- I knew something. He was going to do something after Let Live. He's just too talented. I don't think people expected this. You don't think so? No, I don't. <laughs> because I think the thing that limits this a little bit for me, because I do enjoy it as well. Yeah. The thing that limits it is the hip hop element. Yeah. It, and, uh, you know, it, it has a little bit of it, but I think the guts in that was track three. And track three is too much for me. I will say that's. I don't want to feature it from Yellow Wolf at all. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I want him for the show so bad. <laughs> but no, I mean, I get it. And I like that this is different than a lot of things we listen to. But I am always more pumped up during this EP when Jason is screaming. Yeah. When it's the punk thrash, you know, him at the top of his lungs. Even if he's repeating the same thing. That's what I like to hear. I like those drums, you know, just really coming in heavy. So for me, it's not perfect because this isn't necessarily my style. But on the strength of this EP, I am hoping to go see them live this weekend in the smallest venue in Boston. Oh, yes. That's going to be perfect. I got to try for that. It's not a guarantee yet, but that is what I'm trying for just on the strength of knowing now, first of all, I've seen that live in concert many times, and they were crazy. Yeah. So I can only imagine that this would be even more crazy. But I did like this. You like this for sure, yeah. even though minus those two tracks. And I think that's the thing. People are going to like what they like on this EP. They may not enjoy it all the way through, but then, of course, I know people that definitely do. But you have to like a lot of different other genres of music in order to do that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be uh, open-minded a little bit with this one, I think. And we are closed-minded. Oh, very. (laughs) So definitely recommend this. I enjoyed it a lot. I am hoping to have a concert review. Not a guarantee, like I said, but I am hoping for it. I was going to play Made in America, the title track. Sounds good. Made in America. Once again, that's The Fever 333, Made and America, 
EP, full-length, whatever, on Roadrunner Records. All right, and now may be the big debate of the night. We've got Bless the Fall, Hard Feelings on Rise Records. This is a post-hardcore, electronic-core, pop-core band. (laughs) I dub them that. This is number six for full-length albums, partially produced by Matt Good, which is always interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Ten tracks, no filler. You might expect a band to put in, you know, interludes of electronics here. We definitely don't have that. So once again, big plus. But Dave, before we go into this, I'm going to go to you. Oh, boy. So... This one took me a few listens to really get an accurate review because, um, you know, I wasn't really looking forward to this album. I remember. Yeah. So I think they led with the the wrong tracks. I think that's one of the problems with this album. I I feel like the highlights aren't really being highlighted the way they should be. Um, My favorite songs were kind of buried with everything. I mean, in a buried it was very buried um <laughs> like this the track sleep sleepless and phoenix is the best song on the on the album and it's kind of hidden behind the worst song on the album um uh, <laughs> go on i think where i'm struggling at, especially with that track six um there, there isn't enough highs with his vocals i mean the highs aren't high enough and the lows there really aren't any. It's kind of like a bland and it goes a little high sometimes and back down. Like I'm kind of waiting for it to take off or dive down at certain points. And it's, it's very level. I'm not sure if that's a good or bad thing, but it can be boring at times. Okay. Maybe that's why I like the song sleepless in Phoenix. So and the closing track, welcome home is another really good song on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, a really good closer. I have a good story for that song too. So I listened Aww. to the album um <laughs> listen to the album with my um pregnant fiance so sure emotions are high man ah uh, so gotcha the end of the song when his daughter sings like i <laughs> I, I was just listening to it just watching watching the road and i heard nikki gasp and i just look over immediately cried oh <laughs> so adorable i'm like are you serious that's all it took and then she <laughs> said that's because you made me listen to this album yep <laughs> <laughs> So I don't agree with what with what with showing emotion and crying. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with your assessment of the album. Which which part? All of it. Oh no. So I didn't think this was a bad album, and I've been listening to it for a while. Yeah. And I mentioned that on last show. You know, they sent it to me early, so I was kind of going through it. I wanted people to know that it was better than the singles. And now I will agree with that. Yeah, I think their single choices may not have been as good. I think if they had start, I think if they had started with Cutthroat, yep, I think that kind of thing would have made a lot of the transition smoother into everything yeah. else. Now you can go ahead and say that this is the quote unquote softest album that yeah. Bless the Fall has had, but they have been trending in this direction for a while now. Definitely, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that. No. And like we said before, adding clean vocals or more clean vocals to a metalcore band or post-hardcore band isn't a bad idea if it's done well. I thought that their blending here was done well. Sure, I would have enjoyed more unclean vocals from either Eric or Jared. I forget who does it. But 
when they do it, it's really good. Yeah, I, I do like the uncleans a lot, yeah. Yeah, and you can say, sure, I wish there were more, but it didn't seem like that's the kind of band that they really want to be. And the addition of more electronics did not turn them into a We Came as Romans or an no. Asking Alexandria. <laughs> so no. I think they balanced that very well, in my opinion. So yeah. I didn't mind hearing more of the clean vocals from Boken. I thought that was fine. And as for the him hitting the high notes or whatever, yeah. I don't remember him being that amazing at that anyways. Like it's not like he's Johnny Craig or Mikey Sawyer. No, no, not not really. I just feel like there's some moments where he could have really taken off, you know, and flexed the golden pipes a little bit more than what he did. I, I should have said that too. As far as being like a kind of his tone kind of being the same throughout the album. There's more of Bo. The screaming I really, really enjoyed throughout the entire album. Yeah, and I would say it would be nice if there were a little bit more. Yeah. But it didn't hold back the album for me. And I thought their lyrical content was good besides the singles. Maybe Cutthroat was fine. Maybe Cutthroat, but, yeah. you know, Wishful Sinking is a good play on words, but the lyrics weren't the most amazing, you know, mm -hmm. after that part. So I liked it based on knowing the direction that they were already going in. I wouldn't call it I wouldn't call it the best Bless the Fall album, but no. I also don't call it the worst. No. And yeah, I would agree with that. Um it's not my favorite. I, I never really was into Bless the Fall, surprisingly enough, until like late I don't know. I really got into him during Hollow Hollow Bodies, sure. to be honest with you. So Well it's kind of funny because you know we talked about you know, why does we came as Romans? Why do they still have this like, oh, Kings of Metalcore, they've been around for so long. Yeah. But you look at Bless the Fall, they've been around for as long or longer and have yep. more albums, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and have had solid albums throughout their career. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So for them to be continuing on the post-hardcore metalcore kind of like stature, you know, keeping the flame going i think they're doing a good job with it yeah and i do think they deserve the the title before we came as roman does right now because they are overlooked a little bit yeah and i think there was probably more technical guitar work done on this album as well okay yeah so i don't know i think signing to rise gave them a little bit extra life i think this is what they want to do i'm sure they're happier we did mention, you know, when I went to see them live, they weren't really on their game. I don't know if that had no. to do with sickness. I mean, this has been the worst winter. I just got over being sick after five months. You know, yeah. like, that's how long it felt. It's been a really fucking long time. So I don't I don't think you can really hold a band accountable for one night that you see them where they don't perform as well as you thought they would. Yeah, and I've had similar experiences with the band. Um good tiger honestly he was so sick the night i seen him oh sure it, but still like when he was singing it was incredible but yeah i yeah. Can agree with that we've both seen ollie sykes live when he's been yep. sick you know and there's at least one track on this album that sounds very bring me the horizon i think that just okay. happens when you use specific electronics yeah but all in all i think this was a good album it's definitely not going to go on the worst list this no, year no 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 and I think there are a few tracks that are definitely worth playing or keeping on your playlist. You know, I think supporting this band is a fine idea. Yeah. And I, I hope something comes of it. I mean, I, 
I haven't seen Bless the Fall live ever, so hopefully I get a chance to. I hope you do. All right, man. Well, because you liked it so much, how about we play Sleepless in Phoenix? So once again, that's Bless the Fall, Hard Feelings on Rise Records. Oh man, you guys probably think we're completely done. You're like, how can they continue with more albums? Well, we have a big surprise for you. We have the brand new friend of the show, Ascent Like Wolves, Spirit Vessel EP on CI Records. This is actually coming out probably the day you're listening to this show. Yep, so you better go get it. Absolutely. You have to. You have to support this band. They're so fucking good. See, we're not even burying the lead here. We're just nope. going right <laughs> for it. So this is a post-hardcore metalcore band from Pennsylvania. One of the only good things that come out of Pennsylvania. We not all know much. that. Not much. Yeah. That is true. But at least there's some golden light there, which yep. happens to be a scent like wolves. Five tracks. They have one track, Angel Wrath. And I love saying uh -huh. Angel Wrath. It's such a fucking cool name. You should name your kid that. Yeah, Angel it Wrath. It features Ryo, I think, or Ryu, R-Y-O, yeah. of Crystal Lake. And by the way, Crystal Lake are technically friends of the show, too. Yep. Because I did a written interview with them a long, long time ago. <laughs> a long, long time ago when their album came out. But I know that Ascent Like Wolves are huge fans of Crystal Lake. So it's very cool. We played that single before. Really great song. So you know, yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, this is their follow-up to Frigid Future in 2016. Yep. So this is pretty much right on time. This is a band that loves touring around. They went over to Japan. I forget if they went to China as well. I want to say they did both. Okay, yeah. If you listen to the conversation I had with Al when he was on, we went through their whole entire tour. There was a lot of awesome tour stories. You should go yeah. back and listen to that episode for sure. But really, man, this is classic metalcore, post-hardcore good. That's just the way it is. It's just yeah. classic good shit. Yeah, and you know, I feel like this is one of those... I actually, I discovered this band through Ian Hates Music. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I really, really, and I, I dove through their entire catalog as soon as I heard the the conversation with them. So, um, yeah, they they're flawless. I will say, um, they're one of those bands I feel like everyone knows, but the industry won't recognize, and it kind of pisses me off. Yeah, it's it's very weird. It's almost like a Ice Nine Kills situation. It's ex yeah, you know what I mean. And what is great about them specifically is when you hear a scent like Wolves you know it's a scent like wolves. Yep. You know, there's no other 
post-hardcore metal band out there or post-hardcore metalcore band out there, whatever genres you want to fucking name, that are so indistinguishable or sorry, that are so distinguishable as they are. Yeah. Yeah. There's not many like them. No. They have a specific tone. They have a specific atmosphere that you know it's them. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. It's like produced like very, very, very well, but there's like a certain sound to it that I can only catch with them, you know? Yeah. No doubt about that. Absolutely. Every track on here is like, I mean, I think you had the best word flawless. Yep. Every single thing, the blending of the vocals between clean and uncleans work perfectly. The instrumentation is great. Yep. Everything flows really, really well. And yeah, man, I mean, look, it probably goes without saying this is on the best list of 2018. Oh, easily. Yeah. I'll go out of my way and say it'll probably be in my top three. Damn. That's yep. awesome. I think it's going to be very high for me as well. Yep. But what I'm also hoping for is I'm hoping for another full length. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure we'll get it. But it's understandable. Once again, you put out an EP, especially an EP as good as this. People go, whoa, where this band come from? Yep. They go back to the back catalog. They're now on CI Records. So if they can really push them, then that's where this band needs to be. Yep. I hope they get the push they deserve. Yeah. And you know what else is good about this? When I said the word classic for metalcore yeah. and post-hardcore, they really didn't follow any trend here and add in electronics. Yep. And I thought that was a really good idea by them. Because once again, that also, by being classic, you know, quote-unquote classic, you do end up standing out now. Yeah. So yeah, I have nothing bad to say about this. I think everything hits hard. It just hits well. And I just love listening to this over and over again. Yeah, I'm I'm going to play this for, well, the rest of the year at least. So <laughs> Yeah, man. No, everything was great. Melodic, catchy, hard-hitting, all in the right places. I'd also imagine, I'm hoping, I did get to see them live once. Actually, pretty much a year ago. Yeah. Because that was So What? And that's when I got to uh -huh. see them for the first time. I am hoping that they do a tour that brings them somewhere closer to here. But even live, they're perfect on this shit as well. So I think a lot of the catchiness, there are some really great sing-along parts. I think all those are going to work out really well when you see them live. Yeah, and they have a pretty good music video up right now for Angel Wrath. So yep. make sure you go check that out too. Yeah, I think they're doing another tour of Asia, if I'm not mistaken, as oh, well. Boy. Yeah, they love going over there. I don't blame them. I want to go over That'd there. That'd be fun. Yeah, fuck yeah. So we'll give you a little taste here since the album is coming out tomorrow or whenever you're listening to this Friday. Let's play my favorite track, Almost Human.
So once again, that's Ascent Like Wolves, Spirit Vessel EP on CI Records. Don't sleep on this band. Go support them. This is one of the best bands out there, especially if you like this style of music. You're going to love this band. Go get it. Support them. They deserve it. Wow, Dave. Starting the show with that makes it seem even longer. Dude, I, I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about upcoming albums for the end of March. This is March 30th. We've got Light the Torch, Escape the Fate, Toothless, Red Sun Rising, obviously Ascent Like Wolves, like we just talked about, yep. Tapestry, and Captives. Ooh, boy. I don't know about that week. We might have the new Eyes on Satellite CP to kind of get things moving along as well. Okay, that, that, that'll help. Because that comes out early April. Yep. So I have, I've, I have some pretty bad feelings about this Escape the Fate thing. So Yeah, I think most people do. <laughs> that is for sure. But hopefully it'll be fun to talk about, whether it's yep. good or bad. All right, man. Well, I think now that we're done with album reviews, might as well go to scene news, right? Might as well. Let's do it. You think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous buzzer, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! All right, everyone. Obviously, we started this a lot different. It is now scene news time, and we start. Don't panic, though, Dave. All right, don't panic. All right, I'll try not to. All the headlines say that the faceless is done, but it's not true. Oh, I'm keeping myself together over here. All right, phew. I was worried for a little bit. But now, (laughs) for some reason, if anyone doesn't know, the faceless is a band who have had constant issues Throughout yeah. their entire fucking career. And I literally dumped on their album when we reviewed it, if you do remember. You did. I did not. <laughs> there were parts of it that I enjoyed because they are okay. a, what, experimental death metal, death yeah. core, whatever the fuck. I experimental en- death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the random weirdness and I liked the technical guitar work. Yep. So that album came out while you were on the show. So not that far. I think it was like December, I want to say. Somewhere around there. But now, after tons and tons of member changes, after canceling tours, after blah, 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 it was a four-member band. One, two, three of them are now gone. Which typically is a good thing, a bad thing, unless you're on like the show Survivor. That's the only time (laughs) I can think this would be a good good situation. Look at you making old-as-fuck references. Yeah. It's a new band. It's not the Faceless. Well, they have the one crazy person left, yeah. and that's Michael Keane. It's the guy that everyone has complained about for all the years, the only one who has survived, <laughs> because when all that kind of shit happens, he's obviously the dick. Yeah, and that doesn't really end well. No. I would say most of the time. And it's very Amur-like. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're like you're in a band for a long time, and everyone quits at the same time except for the one dick. Yeah, how immurish of you? We should coin that term. Yep, trademark. How immurish? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what was great was each member had their own statement. Each member thanked the other two members that left, and definitely not 
the guy who stayed around Michael Keane. <laughs> so it is kind of funny to see that. And then on top of all that, there are also fans that are alleging that Michael owes them money from not mixing and recording albums and whatnot. And apparently the manager, EJ, is like the super nice guy. And he's telling anyone that Michael allegedly took advantage of to contact him. And he'll mm. try and get your money back. He's been the one, I think, that was making all the statements when the Faceless dropped off that huge European tour that we talked about okay, on the yeah. show. Yep. Like a lot of shit like that. So that guy sounds really great, but yep. Michael Keane doesn't. Yeah, it just, it just sounds like a villain name. That is very true, actually. <laughs> when Michael Keane went out <laughs> and was like, oh, well, fuck all them. The Faceless is going to be great. We're still a band. I've got all these great people coming in to replace all the garbage, basically, is what he was saying. <laughs> it was kind of funny that one of the members responded, and now this response has been deleted. Yeah, But his response was basically saying, hey, fuck you. You're the only one left. We've had like 19 members. You're the reason why. And then, hey, remember when you know we didn't go on tour? Yeah. That's because you couldn't get heroin. Yeah. Hey, remember when you said you couldn't play your guitar because you were like nervous? That's because you didn't have heroin. And then just completely <laughs> just said, and I'm guessing, I, I could be incorrect here as a quote unquote journalist. I am guessing that maybe he's alluding to the fact that maybe, maybe Michael Keane used a lot of heroin. Uh, I, you know, one would think. I could be wrong, though. That's all alleged. All very, yeah. very much alleged. But <laughs> I had to check. It was the guitarist. It was Justin McKinney. Okay. He's the one who said it. And it has been deleted, so who knows? Once again, all this is alleged. But uh -huh. yeah. Apparently, he thinks that Michael Keane was on a shit ton of heroin and probably still is. Yeah, um, yeah, probably. And everyone who has ever either met them or read any stories about it thinks the same thing. If you want to have some fun, you should read the comments of oh a lot gosh, of the people. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so don't worry, though, Dave. The Faceless is a band with one original member and all new members coming. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm sure they'll love him. That's oh, yeah. I love Mr. Keen. It's going to work out very, very well. Uh-huh. Next up, a quick one here. Hardcore punk band Seven Seconds have broken up. This is a very old school band. They've been around for 38 years. So only too shy of that 40, but they are now calling it quits. This is when you say it's been a while. It's been a while. There we go. If you keep leading me into it, I won't be able to do it anymore. <laughs> that might be your master plan so that I never do it, it anymore. Is. But yeah, I mean, hey, if you like old school hardcore punk that was around for a really long time, you should check them out. If not, this story probably doesn't mean much to you. Yeah. Let's get an update on the Ghost Inside. Their vocalist, Jonathan, just recently talked. I guess he posted something on Instagram and he decided to have his ankle fused. Yep. And that fucking sucks. Yep. That really sucks. And apparently from being, you know, in a wheelchair and using walkers and canes and all this shit for such a long time, he decided to have his ankle fused. But as a sports person like myself, I enjoy playing basketball and soccer and running and whatever. Getting your ankle fused means you basically can't do any sports anymore. 
Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And he used to play hockey and that just fucking sucks, man. I I never wish anything like this on anyone. No. Yeah. You don't want that ever. Just the hits keep on coming for those guys. And it really sucks. Yeah, unfortunately. And, you know, he mentions progress is progress. So he is happy about that. But obviously you have to be a little depressed about it as well. Yeah. And he used to jump around on stage all the time. This is going to really affect that if they are able to ever get back together and do things. So, yeah, I mean, I am very happy that maybe this is taking away a lot of that pain. But holy shit, man, it just it just sucks. It does suck, but it could be a lot worse, you know. It could, but I mean, you always compare yourself to your peers. So who's he going to compare? He's comparing himself to not being able to play sports anymore and not being able to go on tour and all that shit. Just fucking sucks. Yep. So we wish him the best. We wish the whole band the best. I think we've said that a lot. I'm sure people know that. Yeah. Well, in this one, uh, we have a study that shows fans of Bring Me the Horizon, Marilyn Manson, etc. are more neurotic, less agreeable. I don't agree. (laughs) Moving on. Now, (laughs) we're not going to get into this because it's a very poorly written article. If people are interested, you should go look up the main story on Cambridge Analytics. Yeah. And really see the method behind how a lots of people's, what is like 50 million people on Facebook, how their personal information was used to like determine their different characteristics and traits and, you know, whether they would like this product or would they vote for this person or are they anti-gun, all that kind of shit based on what you like and how you comment on Facebook. That stuff is all really interesting. This stupid little pool story is bullshit. So who gives a shit? Yeah. This applies for any type of study you guys see. Make sure you really look into it a little bit. Yeah. Check stats, actually go through things and have an actual conversation about it. Yeah. Sources, everything. Yes. Very, very important. So I would recommend that because those are very interesting reads. Something like this is just little bullshit. Yep. And Dave, now I know this will make you very happy. And I know you giddily texted me and told me as soon as this was announced, the new Dance Gavin dance album, Artificial Selection, is coming out sometime in the summer. And I can't wait. Pre-ordered. I'm confident with this band. So (laughs) it'll be great. No doubt about that. I saw the leaked track list, and apparently Kurt Travis is on one of the tracks. Yeah, he'll be on this song, I think, Shelf Life, which is kind of funny to be that song title. That is true. And I know um, Andrew Wells from Idola, who's the touring guitarist, Mm -hmm. he is um, also going to be doing vocals on this as well. Oh, cool. I like that. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, I mean, we're just announcing it. I like the album artwork. Oh, yeah. Always do, yeah. Yeah, they do a really great job with that. And it's nice to have something to look forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to summer anyways. Yep. But now a new Dance Gavin Dance album? Fuck yeah. Yeah, and a possible tour soon, I think I sent you. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we can talk about that. They're not all warped. No, they are not. Very true. They're doing something. They're up to something. That was my acting. (laughs) Also, another quick one. Thomas Iraq, E-R-A-K, is doing a GoFundMe to do a solo album. And Dave, what two bands did he play for? He was in Chiodos, mm-hmm. and Chiodos did not let him do vocals, and it still pisses me off. <laughs> um, but The Fall of Troy, yes. I think that's one of the staples of our scene. So 
definitely um, go support him. And if you haven't seen the Fall of Troy live, you're really missing out on something. Yeah, I don't know why the choice was made to do it through GoFundMe. I guess he didn't want to put in the effort for Kickstarter. I don't think he expected a response. He's he's really hard on himself on social uh, media, man. Like okay. he tears himself like me. to shreds. I got you. <laughs> I understand. Well, he's like halfway there right now. I think he wanted six grand. I think he's almost at three. Yeah, in like twenty four hours, about roughly halfway there already. So yeah. maybe, maybe guest on the show someday. Oh, nudge, nudge, nudge. nudge. Interesting. All right, yeah. your birthday's coming up. Uh huh. <laughs> If I could get any more people on the show, I literally have five conversations that need to come out. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. So now we're going to get to, I guess, some serious stuff here. We're going to talk about Decapitated. Now, once again, this was a band we spoke about very briefly when all the allegations were going around because we yep. didn't want to ruin a band's life. Yep. Now, unfortunately, I think that happened anyways. Yeah, I think so as well, because people in comment section were relating to them a whole bunch and like throwing their name out there, and that's what they were known for. Yeah, no one knows them for their music anymore. It's only about the allegations that were incorrect. They are innocent, and that's what we want to talk about. They made a statement. Their guitarist made a statement because they are back in Poland, and you should really look it up because I'm not going to read it. It's a very full, long statement, and they talk about how they are innocent, how, you know, there are what's what kind of sucks about it is I know I'm sure they want to be angry. You know, they oh, want yeah. to say on this, fuck all of you who didn't believe us. Fuck all of you for reporting incorrect information, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Fuck the person who put yep. us in jail, who made us think our lives were over and now our career is tarnished. Like, I'm yep. sure they wanted to say that. And I wish in a way that they would have. But they made a very good political statement where they even mentioned it's great when people come out and accuse people who have actually done the crime. Yeah. But this is not the case here. And people need to know that, that we are innocent, that this person was wrong, that they were lying, blah, blah. Yeah, I would be so mad and just, oh, can you imagine what my next album would sound like? (laughs) It would have to be the most angry album of all time. Oh, ha- oh yeah. I and it, it should is. be. Yeah, it absolutely should be. And it really, really sucks for these guys. And that's what the worry always is when you're a victim coming out and telling people things because there are also people coming out and lying about yeah. things like this. Like the person who accused them of the heinous, heinous things that they accuse them of, that person should be in jail right now. Oh, definitely. I don't know why they're not. Why are they, if they're not in a mental institution, why are they not in jail? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's insane. I mean, that, and I'm trying to remember back to the story very well. It wasn't like a close person to them that really did this. It was more of like a, no, it was a, just a fan. Yeah. It was a random a fake fan. Yeah. I mean, I could use a lot of derogatory terms for them, but I'm not going to. A female that was. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's derogatory enough, Dave. Yeah. Don't go too much further. But, um, <laughs> we get a lot of hate mail for that one. No, it's just, it's really, really shitty. I slightly agree with their statement towards the end. They say, words hurt, words matter, truth matters. And that is very true in certain cases. It absolutely yep. is. 
And I just really feel bad for these guys. I forget they were in jail for so long. Yeah, like 96 days oh, or something crazy. It was something ridiculous. I don't know if that's the exact number, but it was a long fucking time. And if nothing happens to that person who accused them, I don't understand life. No. I, I do want an update from that, and I, I hope we get one, but unfortunately that doesn't get reported on it as it should. No, of course it doesn't. So leading from that story into another one, what I want to make sure people understand is that this next story is nowhere near the level of this story. Not even close. But people are actually kind of reporting it like it is or commenting uh, like it is. Yeah. So let's go to this one. This was another one where we didn't actually talk about the band. We didn't talk about the person because we weren't sure where the story was going to go. So last week, if you remember at the very end of scene news, the same way as we're doing now, I brought up a band, like I said, remain nameless, but we talked about their lead vocalist who had a texting back and forth with a girl who was of age, I think even older. Yeah. Plus never actually had sex with her. Nope, a hug. Yeah, yes. a hug and text back and forth that were graphic in nature when talking about sex. But once again, it's up to the interpretation of the person of how they feel, if that's normal texting and sexting or, or abusive and manipulating. Yeah. We can say it now because it happened officially. It was on their Facebook page this morning. The band was the Gospel Youth, and it was their lead singer, Sam. Yep. Sam, based on the band's decision is no longer in the band. Uh, and, you know, I don't agree with the guy should be out of the band. And it honestly makes me dislike the band. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how to feel on this yet still. so It's tough. And it was the band's decision. I mean, that was the whole thing. They were trying to decide on what to do. Their way of writing the situation as of now was to let Sam go. So that was their decision. He might have said, hey, I'm stepping aside. But obviously, the announcement came from them and not him. Now, more might come out as we go on, yep. you know, this week, next week, whatever. I had to go look at the comments because I wanted to know what people were saying. I was actually very surprised that a lot were standing up for Sam. I know. There were a lot. I was, I was surprised. But then what also kind of weirded me out a bit were there were a lot of comments that said, you guys are crazy. Those texts were abusive. He abused this girl. Ugh. And I find that to be way too strong. Like way, yeah, way, yeah. way too strong. Because where do you draw the line anymore? Yeah. You, you exchange phone numbers mutually. You sext mutually. You, everything is done. It's a two-way street. I mean, right. I, I hate to say that, but it's, it's how this works. <laughs> I'm not saying that the girl didn't end up feeling uncomfortable but she also didn't tell him that she didn't feel uncomfortable. So when you're in a situation yeah. where you're not even near each other yeah, and you're texting, how are you to know what the person is feeling unless they actually tell you how they're feeling? Yeah, it blows my mind, man. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's such, I mean, the, the guys, I mean, he cheated on his girlfriend through text messaging basically right the guy's girlfriend should be pissed oh and she was and i actually saw a post from her which was actually okay. extremely mature it actually yeah. was on his side but condemned yeah. him for what he did to her and said that she hopes 
he gets help so he never does this to someone again. Yeah. But she was, I think, saying, like, this wasn't rape. This wasn't anything like that. Like, it seemed like a good message if I had that read correctly. But that's, I think, what people do have to understand. He's not a pedophile. The girl was not underage. It was consensual in what they were doing. Now, maybe this girl was not expecting dick pics. Yeah. But they had already entered into that conversation of sex. And I'm not saying that it is good to send girls dick pics. I'm not saying that whatsoever. But I think you also have to let people know, like, if he assumed that that was on the track they were going and he sent one, she should have said, hey, I don't want that. Yeah, you you would think that's be that would be the good time to speak up and say, nah, not for me. Yeah. Or if she had for some, I'm not saying that girls do this. Obviously, this is more of a guy thing than a girl thing. But if a girl sent him a vagina pic and he wasn't yeah. comfortable, I would hope that he would say the same thing to her. Yeah. It's just yeah, like what you it, said. It's a two-way street here. So it, it just has to be said. It wasn't rape. It wasn't assault. It definitely was not. I, I don't know. I just when when you say those words like assault, when you say shit like that, it's just very tough, man. I that thing can ruin. I mean, this was a new band that had very good success with very that album. Good, yeah. He was probably the best part of the band, and yep. now his life is like over. He can't go yep. make another band right now. Nope, not at all. So everything he built is basically gone because he cheated on his girlfriend. Yeah, but didn't even get any sex out of it. No, you got a hug. Yeah, like that's the thing. I mean, I know it might sound callous, but let's let's be honest and adults about things. I mean, if you're gonna cheat on someone, you at least want sex or something to say like, hey, at least. And he could have. Yeah, he could have pushed that far. Oh my gosh, he easily could have. I could have understood if she was that naive and he pushed it and it was almost forced. Then yeah, that's really bad. So I'm looking at the band's uh, page. Yep. And I'm not sure if anyone else caught like caught this when they put out the statement. Um, you know how you XO XOs for kisses and hugs? Sure. They they only put X. They didn't put a hug. Oh. There's no O. <laughs> you don't want a moose blood situation. No, we don't want that. Oh man, it's just wow. I don't know. I and I don't want to come off as like, oh, I'm a guy and I'm on his side. Like that's definitely not the case because we've talked about plenty of other really shitty bands that have done really shitty things the person i feel sorry for the most in the situation is his actual or his actual ex-girlfriend that's who he hurt in the situation like that's who and now you know now his fucking career and life is probably over so i feel bad for him there as well but how do you support the gospel youth anymore if you supported them in the first place yeah if I could have ended the careers of everyone when I was 19 and I got rejected by a significant other, man, I would be tarnishing careers left and right, man. Holy shit. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the word manipulation, people yeah. need to start looking up the definition of that because isn't that every single aspect of dating? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, for instance, I mean, I can only speak from personal stuff here. So I take a girl out for dinner or drinks or whatever. I'm always reaching for the check. Yep. Always. And you can say, oh, no, this is 2018. You know, you can't do that. A girl, you know, will want to pay her share or whatever. The amount of times that's happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And probably count on my hand. You might be like, well, Ian, you've probably only been on six dates. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you turn, you probably turned down or not knowingly turned down 15. That's true. <laughs> Think back to the old shows, people. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, 
there are girls that will say, you know, a lot will make that kind of like half-hearted effort. But a lot of yeah. girls still expect that a guy pays for any, at least anything on the first date, at least. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, And there are more 100%. progressive girls out there that'll be like, nope, I'm splitting this and, you know, I have my own job and I don't need you to pay for me and that's great. But that is not the way a lot of people act. So is it not a little bit of manipulation every time mm -hmm. a guy takes a girl on a date? And I don't know how it works for, you know, if you're homosexual, I don't know how that stuff works whatsoever. But I'm just saying yeah. for this instance of guy and girl, it is normally the guy who does it and I'm pissing people off. I'm sure maybe you're one of the ones that definitely helps pay or definitely pays. Maybe you go out with a guy for the first time and you insist on paying because you had a fucking great time. Yeah. That's possible. And yeah, it'd be cool. You didn't if go out with way. me, but you know, yeah. <laughs> it's possible, but that's what I'm saying. Everything in a relationship can be considered manipulation at some point. And how are you supposed to know what a person is feeling unless you actually talk about it. Yep. That's one of the problems we've always had. Yes. <laughs> Communication, Dave. You're right. It's like men are from Mars and women are from like fucking Cuntsville. <laughs> <laughs> we got 10 more emails right there. I was just waiting for you to take a drink so you would spit that. <laughs> I about did. <laughs> but I believe the saying is men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. So, I just, I, I don't know. It's it's disappointing. It's a little depressing. You just never know anymore. Nope. You got to be careful out there. Don't be given, don't be given free hugs. That's the thing in the past. <laughs> don't give free hugs. And before you sex with someone, I think, and this is very scary. I think there are actually apps that you can download now where you can actually get consent from somebody. Oh my God. For everything that you do, basically. So anything sexual before you start sexting, you can have, and- once again, it kind of almost goes in that whole asking someone for a prenup. Yeah. No one ever wants to do a prenup because they say that ruins, you know, the romanticism and all the blah, 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 blah. I'm guessing that pulling out an app that says you consent to the things that are happening probably ruins the mood as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, let me, get my, let me get my app out real quick. And then the girl's like, is that a euphemism? <laughs> Oh. So, like, I don't know. Maybe we're being insensitive. I know now Kelly, we talked about last week, maybe getting her on the show to talk about this. Kelly is traveling, and we have such a weird schedule with trying to fit this show between, like, a whole shit ton of concerts that we have to go to. Yeah. I know she is not on that girl's side because I sent her the <laughs> Tumblr account, and she was like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> so maybe we'll get her to talk about it more in depth some other time, but really... I guess the end of the story is Gospel Youth is now looking for a new vocalist. Yep. That's, uh, it's not going to be easy for them. Yeah. So look, everyone out there, no matter what gender you are, you better fucking watch it because one false move and you're going to lose your fucking job. Yep. I heard the guy from With Confidence is looking for a new job. Oh, wait, never mind. He won't work either. Well, no, never mind. They're on Warp Tour. Oh, yeah, he's busy. He's employed. They're, they're busy being around the underage girls that they were accused of doing things with. And we really can't talk about what they did, so... <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, well. What a great way, once again, to end scene news, Dave. Yep. How about this? I say we go on to hate mail. Mail, motherfucker! All right, everyone. You know Ian hates music as a very honest show, 
So before we go into the segment, I'm going to let everyone know that this is actually part two of this week's episode. Yes, we had to split it up a little bit. We had some eventful nights of shows, so we didn't want to cut into those times. Many, many, many shows. So we are both very tired, but we are going to finish up this show. We just want to let you know. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that I said we were going into hate mail. So we're going to go ahead with that. Hate mail time for anyone that doesn't know. You can get in contact with us and ask us crazy random questions. One bit is coming to an end today. Ooh, which bit? Well, the question one. (laughs) That bit. That bit. (laughs) So I won't say that now, but there are plenty of other things you can ask us at any time. You can get in contact with Dave, Dave of Doom on Instagram. And then for Ian Hates, Twitter and Instagram, Ian Hates Podcast, no S, Ian Hates Podcast, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and by email, ianhates at gmail.com. Feel free to ask us music questions, life questions, relationship questions. You know we're really good at that shit, so oh yeah, let it rip. But now, for this week, we have two hate mail questions, and we're going to start off with the one that ruins the bit. We've got Hater Chris, who questions us both. Ian, Dave, what is your favorite color? Dave, take it away. Oh, boy. So my favorite color. You know, I've gone through some phases in my life, but right now I'm really, really into this whole entire, like, teal turquoise color, like rock (laughs) solid. That is such a good color right now. Or anything fluorescent. So Generally, like, neon green. Love neon green, man. So Dave's a weirdo. Yep. I've had the same two colors my entire life. Oh. So for me, it's always been red and black. I was going to guess black and I was at... All right. You went all robot voice there. What'd you say, Dave? I wouldn't have guessed the red part. So you have me there. Dude, I bleed red. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I am not only a Liverpool fan and have been for forever. But then I was, also, I was terrified you were about to make a horrible Sleeping with Sirens reference right there. And I was kind of cringing. What did they, have they a song do? Let Love Be Red. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but that's a good song, though. Yeah, but you know, Sleeping with Sirens is a touchy subject around here. It is a very touchy subject. You are correct. But besides being a Liverpool fan, I also, all my tattoos are red and black. That's just what I enjoy. I've always loved that color scheme. So, how did everyone like? the actual like to the point answer of this question instead of trying to have fun with it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so thank you very much hater chris for that i can now stop teasing that because you all know dave likes weird colors and ian likes badass colors yeah i still don't know my favorite cookie though i actually think we're at that for next week (laughs) oh shit (laughs) (laughs) we actually have like two food related questions next week Oh, God, man. You won't like any of my answers. Probably not. What, are you vegan? No, I'm just entirely too picky, man. Actually, that's something we have in common. But we'll get into that at another time. At another time. All right. Because we have another question. This is from Hater James. He questions us, and he says, If we could go ahead and bring back one musician from the grave to have an hour-long conversation with, who would it be? But he also makes a note that they don't have to be a rock metal musician, just one that is deceased and that influenced you. Who would that be? Dave, what do you got? Um, 
mine might be stealing from you, so you should, probably should have watched yourself if you <laughs> when you let me go here. Yeah. But mine would have been uh Tyson, you know, scary kids, scaring kids. Sure. That would have been my route of choice, with, especially with the influence. When he threw the word influence in there, that's definitely where I'm going to go. No, that's a really good one. That is a really good one. Did I steal yours? No, no, you didn't actually. Oh, wow. I went pretty mainstream on okay. this one. I actually thought you were going to take this one. Ooh. So obviously the musician that changed my life, even though their life was relatively short, was obviously Aaliyah. It wasn't. I was. Um, it's go with the bit, Dave. I'm, apparently, I'm in it. yeah, that was that was not good. You should have had a more of a gasp or like what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Taken too soon. Rest in power. But no, <laughs> that is not my answer. I actually misread the question originally. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just once he said it doesn't have to be someone rock or metal. I thought that meant I could bring any influence in my life back. Yeah. And then I had this whole thing about like my dog and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Like I would pick my dog who passed away over every single person who's ever died. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't think that's the point of the question. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, you I mean you can try to have a conversation, you know? Oh, dude, it'd be the best conversation. Because I'm assuming yes. when dogs go to heaven, because there's a movie called All Dogs Go to Heaven. So... I'm assuming that when they're in heaven, they can speak whatever language to speak with whoever. So I would imagine that my dog could talk. Yeah, then you'd have an accent. Oh, a super cool accent. Yeah. Okay. Super cool. They're just making sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. My dog was the shit. <laughs> he basically had an accent as it was. Oh boy. Yeah. You Do went, I ask what breed? Bark, bark, roof, roof. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was a German Shepherd mixed with a Husky. Awesome. Yeah, badass dog. And by the way, people can make fun of me for loving my dead dog, but I don't take any of this kind of shit personally. So if you've got great dead dog jokes, like I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> I just noticed how fucking sensitive everyone's been recently oh with a lot God, of shit. Yeah. We're going to get into it a little bit in concert reviews and everything, but... I could not care less what you joke around with me about. Yep. Same here. It's not going to make me unfollow you. It's not going to make me unlike your shit or say like, oh, no, I'm definitely not going to talk to that person anymore. I couldn't give a shit. Nope. Same here. So anyways, my real answer, you know, and I actually went back and forth on this. I was like, do I want to solve a crime? Because maybe I would go with Biggie. Okay. Since he was killed after Tupac, I could first ask. Who killed Tupac and then who killed you? Yep. So I thought that would be, you know, at least interesting for the people who are all about crime solving and bullshit. But my real musician, you know, like rock influence that has passed away is Kurt Cobain. And I think that's okay. the, that's probably a lot of people's first choice when it comes to that. Yeah, I would agree with that. And once again, I can also ask him the question who killed you? Yep. You solve a whole bunch of things. Yeah. I'm just solving crimes left and right. Because as <laughs> I stated on the show, I do not think he killed himself. No. There's a whole bunch of facts behind all that type of stuff. Oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of reads, a lot of podcasts you guys can dive into and oh. just really spend an entire year on. We should just do a podcast on it. 
Yeah. I mean, everyone can do a podcast nowadays, so let's start up another. Apparently they can, and they're all super good at it. Oh, yeah. Just like us. A new one. Didn't uh, Anti-Flag start one over the past week? Because I'm pretty sure they did. Did they? I mean, great for them. Yeah. Anyone who can speak can have a podcast, I guess. Yeah. That's all it takes. As I take a sip of beer and prepare for the next thing. <laughs> so, yeah. But thank you both to Hater Chris and Hater James for those great questions. We have more questions next week, but that does not mean that you shouldn't go ahead and send a ton in because we can answer lots of questions, obviously. Oh, yeah. We can answer anything. I'm not saying it's always going to be right, but I can. we'll try our best. Probably never right. <laughs> Unless you mention Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. So, I think on that note, we are done with hate mail, so why don't we go on to new songs? Yo, Paige, wake up! I'm coming to get you right now. We're getting Taco Bell. I'm so lit. Get up! Paige, get up because I'm so lit right now. Okay, okay, okay. All right, everyone, and we begin new songs tonight with Hawthorne Heights' Just Another Ghost, the album Bad Frequencies comes out April 27 on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Scars of Tomorrow with a new track, Perspectives. Let's take a listen. Now we have a new one from Set Sights. This is Rise Above on Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Khan's I Woke Up Like This, the new one on Revival Recordings. Let's take a listen. Now we have friend of the show, Picturesque, with a new one, Dead Flowers. Let's take a listen. Friends, you're acting like an addict and showing up as you're You are dead flowers through my feelings, don't you know? 
now we have Saving Vice, Euthanasia, featuring Rory of Dayseeker. Their debut EP, Colder Than Dark, comes out May 4. Let's take a listen. And now this song by Islander, I Want Sushi on Outer Loop Records, sucks. Go ahead, take a listen. All these rappers got money eating lobster. Still throwing hats and shoes in the washer. Scoochie price tags are goofy. If I had some money, I would buy me some sushi. All these rappers got money eating lobster. I'm still throwing hats and shoes in the washer. These Gucci price tags are goofy. Now yeah, Burn the Priest, Inherit the Earth, The Accused Cover. The album Legion XX comes out May 18 on Epic Records. Let's take a listen. Now the new one from Breaking Benjamin, this is Psycho. The album Ember comes out April 13 on Hollywood Records. Let's take a listen. Into the Now we have the new one from Just a Dream. This is MJ. E-M-J-A-E. Their new self-titled album will be out in the fall. Enjoy. Now we have War on Women, Lone Wolves. The album Capture the Flag comes out April 23 on Bridge Nine Records. Let's take a listen. 
Now we have Baptists with Capsule. The album Beacon of Faith comes out May 25 on Southern Lord Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have The Noble with Helmet. The upcoming EP, Abolitionism, comes out April 20. Let's take a listen. And now the new one from Altered Perceptions. This is Azimat. Let's take a listen. TLE, a pretty nice little dadder day on Revival Recordings. Let's take a listen. All right, Dave, a lot of songs. What do you think? Oh, man, what a, a little bit of a sour week. I'm not going to lie. You know, we had some some misses in there, but you can always dig through and find a couple. I mean, we can have fun making fun of songs if we really want to. True. <laughs> so I really like this Hawthorne Heights song a lot more than the previous one. I think this one kind of got out of the poppiness, I guess. I don't know, kind of beat that out. I can see that. Mm-hmm. There was Breaking Benjamin had another good song. Fuck so this yeah, is, man. Um, they've released a lot off of this, I feel like. Every single single has been yeah. good. Yep. That's pretty crazy. We're going to actually review a Breaking Benjamin album. I think what it's, the, the time what? is coming. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, this? the picturesque? Somewhat of a sound change. I liked it. I mean, 
they definitely went a little bit more for the R&B-ish. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a bad way for them to go. No, I don't need, I don't think so. I question how it'll be live. I feel like there's a whole bunch of uh, backing in this song. True. Live, it would just be like, I don't know, just abandoning instruments, kind of like that Panic! The Disco song. <laughs> oh, you're ready to piss people off already? Oh, I, I've, I've been ready. I was saving that for the end. Oh, boy. We, we'll get to it later. We can get to it later. Well, you already ruined the joke. <laughs> Fine. We'll just redo the joke later. All right. What else? Um, I really like seeing um, Rory doing a from uh, Dayseeker in that Saving Vice song. That was really cool to see. Yeah, that was a good band, and I am looking forward to that release as well. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a couple others on here. I mean, we had to cut some things out. Let's go ahead and make fun of this Islander song real quick because this was ridiculous. I do not like that band. <laughs> do you I want never sushi, have. Though? No, I don't. I don't want I don't sushi either. and Sick. I don't want to see them live again because that was horrendous the last time Uh-oh. I did. Yeah, I am not a fan of that band. No. Um, yeah, man, this song is really, really just fucking weird. I want sushi is not a good title track to anything. So. No, very true. <laughs> I will say I like the heaviness in cons. Yep. Uh, they did a good job. I mean, they had a really good EP last year as well. I'm glad to hear something from them because it seemed like they disappeared. Yeah, um, I, mean, I re- recall a little bit. I wasn't on the show during that, but I remember listening to it. Ooh, I know. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, the jokes keep on coming. Or the truth. So we're going on to the next one. I enjoy Just a Dream as well. A lot more instruments than I'm used to hearing in like a full song like that. It was like six minutes, but I think that's their style. (laughs) But I'm interested to see where they go with that as well. Yeah, and if you can make a a good six-minute song, you can generally make a short good song as well. I agree with that. I definitely do. And then what about TLE? Uh, Mixed feelings. (laughs) Well, look, you're going to be a dad, so this music's going to be talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, it's cool to hear a pop punk band with Sean from Alisana. Yeah. Yep. Because you can tell that it's was... him. He has such yeah. a distinct voice. And it's like a minute and a half long. Yep. <laughs> so I'm Mixed interested feelings. to see. Yeah. I'm interested yep. to see what they do. Obviously, their gimmick is they're going to be talking about everyday life for fathers so or uh-huh. adult men, I yep. guess. So. It's an interesting concept. I don't know anyone else doing that. Yeah, no one else. No one better copy either. Well, they will. They always do. Is there anyone else that we missed? Set Sights with a, on a Tragic Hero with that song Rise Above. I can see that going somewhere. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear the full album. Yeah. And then, for me, I actually like Alter Perceptions. Okay. I mean, Deathcore, Heavy Deathcore. Yeah. But I enjoy what a mix of weird shit they have in their stuff. Yeah, it's pretty damn weird. And you probably already knew I wasn't going to say that one was one of my favorites. For sure. I knew that for sure. (laughs) But how about this for a lead-in? Hey, Dave, what about those two new Panic at the Disco songs? Oh, boy. You like those instruments? Can you give me a track that has some? Um, Sometimes the ad before the YouTube video plays like music in the background. And they have some instruments. I don't think this bit's going anywhere, man. (laughs) We'll just say the reason why, and I know it's going to piss people off because I've heard so many great things about these two tracks. 
The reason why we're not even playing them on the show, but we're joking around about them, is because I only play music on the show that has instruments in it. Yeah, I think we really drew the line earlier this year with the whole entire Fallout Boy thing. I yeah, and even enough. I could hear some instruments in Fallout Sometimes, Boy. Very, yeah. it was minimal. It was yeah. very minimal. And I'm not saying anything like Brendan Urie isn't a great songwriter or he's you know not a great vocalist. I'm certainly not saying that. But this blows. This is not yeah. good. I don't know yeah. why people... I think it's just ingrained in people to say they have to like Panic! at the Disco. Yeah. No matter what. And I'm just think, not that person. Yeah, I think it helps that Brandon's just successful and I think he's a likable guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, sure he's a really good guy. Yeah. And I mean, there's no hiding. He's a very, very, very talented vocalist, but this isn't really what I want. I would like to, I would like a band with him, you know? You know, we're probably pissing people off, but that's the way it goes. For me, Panic only has one good album. Okay, yeah, I, I would say one good album for me. I think I can, like, tear a couple others apart, like one or two songs per album, but never another good album. No, and what was the second album? The one with Nine in the Afternoon or Nine in the Morning, yeah, whatever the fuck. Pretty nine, sure nine, Nine in the Afternoon. Some, yeah. I don't know, whatever the fuck. That one turned, what, 10 years old recently? Yep. That album blows. Yep, the album as a whole is not good. I think I can pull off one song off that album yeah, I enjoy. the one single. Yep. That was it. <laughs> like, when I originally heard that, I was like, oh, well, there goes the band. We're never going to yep. hear from them again. But they were able to work off the first album and somehow trick people into liking them. And I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it really just comes back to his vocals and his personality that's yeah. something i can really think of i can't get down on that that's for sure but yeah the actual albums no way and these two tracks no fucking way <laughs> no <laughs> no fucking way you know hey send in hate mail about that too that's fine i don't care yeah just being honest on the show that's what we do yeah let us have it all right dave well that is new songs down and out which means we went to a bunch of concerts so why don't we talk about them All right, everyone. It is concert review time. I went to two concerts. Dave went to one. So we'll kind of sandwich this together. Yep. So, Dave, why don't I start with the Our Last Night tour? Let's hear it. So first up, it was a band called Jewel Vera. Have you ever heard of them? Yes. Do you like them? I don't think so. They are talented, but they are a slow alternative band. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. That's what that was. So it didn't stick with me. Yeah, so. it was a very weird opener. Okay. Very weird because you want to think that the opener is going to lead up into something like you're getting everyone excited and then the rest of the whole you know concert is going to go on. That was yeah. a little strange. A little strange. Yeah. So after they were done, then Don Bracco came on. And I know you are not a fan of Don Bracco. You are correct. But I would like to say... They were very good live. Okay. I was, yeah, I was very curious about that part. I, I was curious about that, and you already know what's coming up next. Well, yeah, and I'm not done so. with Don Brocco <laughs> yet. So I want to let you know that you can probably go see them and still enjoy them for many reasons. One of them is they have a keyboardist that takes care of all the electronics, but okay. their music does not sound as electronic y 
when they're live. And then where you might think that maybe vocal-wise they'd have to have a backing track or something like that, yeah. they don't because the keyboardist sings and the drummer sings, and they both sing very well. well that's really cool. So basically you have three vocalists making sure that there's no empty spots. Yeah, definitely. I, I guess in my review, I even said I there's no doubting it was a talented band, just really not a band for me. So. Right, right. But I'm just letting the people know if they're on the bill and you're like, oh, no, I don't like Like, I think you will enjoy <laughs> seeing them live. And then also their guitarist had the shortiest short shorts. Oh. Gene short shorts. <laughs> no. But it allowed him to do super high kicks and then also like the high stomps. Yeah. So it worked out well. Oh my gosh. It did. They were energetic. <laughs> no. They were enjoying themselves. The lead singer not only wore his own shirt, which is always very funny, but then also these, your favorite color, these neon green shoes yeah. that everyone oh. was looking at. So it's a good outfit. Yeah, there you go. I thought it was an interesting concert. I like Don Bronco, so I will go see them at Warp Tour as well, as long as they're not playing with, you know, same time as someone else that I really, really love. But I thought they did a very good job, and I think people should check them out. I would also like to mention something that they fell into that I didn't think went well. What was that? They did two things that I have cautioned bands about. One of them very recently. I talked about Papa Roach. Yeah. Don Brocco did the same thing that Papa Roach did. They did the everyone crouch down on the ground and then Ooh. jump up thing. And then uh -huh. also did a wall of death. Oh, Bands that don't have a breakdown, that don't have yeah. a lead up, that don't have a huge scream or a bass drop or something, do not do those two things. Those two things are only for bands that have great lead ups into breakdowns. That's yep. the point of them. Yeah, and we'll get to that in my, uh, in my review. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So, yeah, Papa Roach shouldn't do it. Don Bronco shouldn't do it. <laughs> You need a band like Slipknot. You need a band like, I remember Enter Shikari, and I'm sure I've told this on the show before, but Enter Shikari in a small-ass bar did a wall of death into a pyramid of death. Oh, wow. And you do that into a lead-up, like fucking Plan B. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, you do that yeah. with an actual fucking lead-up into a breakdown. So... I am a little sick and tired of bands thinking that they should do this because it just doesn't look right. It doesn't work. No, no. And really, yeah, it do doesn't fit there. wonder what the most ridiculous band is to try to do like a wall of death. We'll have to ask people. Maybe a country music <laughs> band? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Aaliyah? Yep. I wonder if anyone gets that reference whatsoever. I think I know. I don't, I don't want to even elaborate on it, but yeah. It is an old reference. Anyways. Yep. Don Brocco was good. Then... We get into I, the not-so-goody. <laughs> I, the sleepy, as you had mentioned. I, the sleepy. Yes. Yeah. Wow, man. And I know I got some backlash for this. I'm, I saw you know, that. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening to the show right now, and that is, you know, it's great. Everyone can have their opinion. That's fine. I have to defend myself. They are one of the most boring bands I have ever seen live. Okay. Ever. And the way that I can justify saying that is because of the people around me who were actively sleeping. <laughs> I've never heard a band going on before the headliner get nothing. They were really? barely getting any cheers. There was no movement on the floor whatsoever. No one gave a shit. 
Not only yeah. did they have a garbage album last year yeah. or this year. Was it this year? Last year. No, last year. Yeah. Not only was that album one of the worst albums of 2017, but then add on that they put on one of the worst shows that you can pot it's it goes back to what we talked about where it's like, what do you do when you listen to boring music and you go to a live show? Yeah. And when I went to when I when I saw them live, I was blessed with the shittiest venue ever and everyone in front of me had their phones up, so I really didn't see the show. Yeah, they don't do anything. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, it was just I know I'm pissing people off, but I have to be honest about it. Like, they're not good. Fair enough. Yeah, just Fair the way enough. it is. I hope I never have to see them again. Ooh, you, you might not have to. We'll have to wait and see. I am hoping. <laughs> I am hoping. So then we get to the headliner. It's our last night playing one of the biggest venues for them. So that was very cool. And, man, they just they do a great job. Like, you yeah. can never take away anything from our last night. Vocals are always on point. Instruments are always on point. I would say now they play, obviously, their less screamy stuff. Yeah. But that's because I believe it's Matt can't do that stuff anymore. Okay. So there yeah, is a ask, reason for it. That's what they played. Yeah, because they have a kind of a diverse uh, back catalog. Yeah. They play a lot of great tracks, but it's most like, but it's mostly from the last two to three albums. Yeah, I, I just saw today they put up a pretty good sale on all their previous vinyls, too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I would say they probably play from Oak Island on. Okay. Probably around there. So it's it's fun to see them, but if you're expecting, you know, the back-back catalog, you're just not going to get that because that's not what they because that's not what they do anymore. Yeah, and I, I really like the music Oak Island and Forward, so that works out for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they did two covers. Ooh, what'd they do? I don't remember. <laughs> but that's the problem. They're, like, they don't you know they were covers. Yeah, yeah, because they said so. Okay, so they did say, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know any new music. So I don't know yeah. the new covers. I know them from all the other, like, original covers. So now when they do, like, a logic cover, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So that was a little different. I'm normally used to hearing them do, you know, Dark Horse. Yeah, you know Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, like that kind of thing. Now it's moved on to music. I have no idea. Yeah, way out of our element now. Now we're in like SoundCloud rappers and shit, and I really have no idea what I'm even listening to. Same here. Great show by them. They always put on a great show. If you have a chance to go see our last night, you definitely should. They always do a really great job. So very fun concert. It was just a little iffy, like. It's great sometimes when genres are blended together to give you a show like that, but sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out as well. I was really there to see Don Bracco and Our Last Night. Our Last Night were the ones who killed it. Yeah. That's the way it goes sometimes. So, Dave, what about you? All right, so I went to see Knock Loose for the first time. Oh, damn. How many times have you seen them? Three. Oh, wow. Any small venues or anything like yep. that? Or... Mm -hmm. And then you definitely know how absolutely insane that entire room gets. Agreed. It is one of the most brutal things I have witnessed. Um, thankfully, this this new venue, which I was always nervous about going to a new venue. You don't want to go to one that sucks. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the ones in Ohio, like Columbus area, are gone now mm -hmm. the, the past two months. And oh. so I have to go to these... 
different venues in Columbus. And this one was really cool. It was, um, there was a, like a lounge above the stage so we can really look down. Cause I, I'm not going down there. It looked <laughs> like a bloody massacre. Um, so I got to just watch the show from right, really good spot and, uh, really take it all in. And that's kind of how I like to view shows anyways. So, um, there was a band before them, I think were like, I wasn't really into as much as knock loose. I think terror was on before them and they, they were really good. Mm -hmm. I mean, they definitely had a lot of uh, fan interaction. The fans there loved every single, um, hardcore band there. Um, there's a guy that walked in who had barbed wire tattoos all over his face. Um, yeah, man, really intimidating people. Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) but I, I really, I've always wanted to see knock loose. So that was definitely a first time. And, one of my favorites to see because I think hardcore shows is just more fun to be at. You know, yes. I really like, cause you have almost two shows going on. I get to see these dumbasses get hurt and I get to see the band. So it's awesome. In a way that is very true. Yeah. And Brian really destroys the vocals. Like it's spot on dude. Like it's crazy. Like that band almost, they might sound better live than they do on like, there um if you just stream their album or whatever it's definitely seeing a band like that live puts you in a whole different uh, realm of appreciation for that band totally agree anything else happened at the show no um, nothing really bad i got out of there it was a sunday night show so they were kind of early they were late because of a snowstorm which i was also caught in in chicago uh... in Indian- indianapolis so they showed up late so the show got pushed back a little bit and i was worried about the like time restraints in Columbus, you can't have a show go past a certain time, but they made it, they made it work. Nice, man. Very cool. So you had one more show last night, if I'm not mistaken, right? I did, man. Last night was so lit. Okay. 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 I went to see, now this was literally, we had to finish the show for me to go to that show. Yeah. (laughs) So I missed part of a local band called Chuggernaut. So not Chugaboom, but Chuggernaut. (laughs) From what I heard from them, they seem good. So I'm going to check out their stuff. They seem like old school hair metal mixed with hardcore, mixed with metal. I don't know. I got to check it out. But it seemed okay when I showed up. I would have been there the whole time. Yeah, man, that's an awesome band name. I think that's that's one of my favorites I've heard. It is a good one. I'll give them that for sure. So. So everyone go take a listen to them since I didn't really get a chance to because I'm going to do that as well. Yep. Then Greyhaven. And? Very, very good. Even though their singer was coming off of being sick, he still killed it. Yep, just like all of us. Ill. Are you? Yeah, I know. I was about to say, are you okay there? Because I'm pretty sure no, I, I heard. Hiccup. I had a hiccup killing uh, me. I think okay. it's because this absolutely horrible, horrible soda Nikki bought. Sparkling Country Time Pink Lemonade. Don't buy it, folks. It's bad. Oh, Dave, I can't believe you said that. We are sponsored by them. Oh, shit. (laughs) But yeah, really good. Everyone definitely, not only should you check out the new album, Empty Black, but also go see them live if you get a chance to because they were really, I mean, it sounded like the album but then to hear those screams in person was really great. Plus, their lead vocalist has no backup singers. It's just yeah, him. That's cool. So yeah, yeah, for him to go back and forth between you know all those different styles worked really well. Yeah, I, I 
I don't know if they're coming through Ohio or not, so I'll have to check. So by the way, for anyone that was waiting for me to talk about Tooth Grinder, they actually dropped off the tour. Ooh, that's usually a bad sign. Or dropped off our date. But it was literally the day of they were supposed to be there, and then all of a sudden we're not there. So I don't know what happened. So then we had Gideon. And now I've seen Gideon live before. I've talked about how good they are live. I will stick with my whole thing. I do not listen to Gideon on any regular basis. I'm not really a fan of theirs. Same here. Same here. But they always do really well live. They have (laughs) the perfect chugging breakdown type style of music that works really well live. Yeah. And I don't know why I haven't really dove into their uh, work. I mean, I probably probably should give it another try. It's it's been a minute since I've uh, put on a Gideon record. I think they had one come out last year too. So been I might minute. try that out. <laughs> Changing things up, huh? That's right. No, the problem with them is simplistic lyrics. Okay. That's the problem. It's really, at least for me, that was the big thing is I just don't care for their lyrics, but bouncing around and bobbing your head and going in the mosh pit this is a great band to see that yep good live setting then then norma jean came on and i've seen norma jean before but not to this extent because they're playing a smaller venue and they did redeemer all the way through and now redeemer is like their third album yeah so it's very cool to be able to do that and man they fucking kill it live really i think you had me go on the uh norma jean uh a rabbit hole not too long ago and i do i did i do enjoy all of their previous works so i'd imagine it was awesome they're classic metalcore yep in order to get into what people are in now you should probably go back and listen to that yeah yeah i definitely did and i really enjoyed it front to back really really great they also played some tracks from polar similar which was the album that came out not last year i think the year before okay if i'm not mistaken but that yeah. was really good as well so yeah all around, just really, really great. That was also another one where everyone was just losing their fucking mind in the pit and everything <laughs> else. Really worked well. They sounded great, you know, instrument-wise, vocal-wise. Those screams in person are yeah. really fucking great. So if you have a chance to catch this tour, I think they're going out again later on in, like, May, I want to say, possibly, with maybe the 68. So if you get yeah. a chance oh, okay, to do yeah. that, I definitely would, for sure. Yeah, that would be good. But yeah, man, that brings us to an end for concert reviews. I have more coming up. I might be seeing Silent Planet on Friday. I might be seeing The Fever 333 on Sunday. And then a ton more, plus I have WrestleMania. (laughs) Plus I have WrestleMania. (laughs) Seriously, man. So much stuff coming up. But I know we're tired. I'm sure you can probably hear it in our voices. So Dave, how about we end the show? It's time. All right, Dave, it is end of the show time. Do that thing you do. All right, guys, uh, make sure you tell a friend, as always, rate and review. It's really important. People might not think it is, but it is. Um, really gets the word out there. Um, I had some interaction this week. I think we had some trouble um, with iTunes. It's kind of pissing us off on older episodes. Um, we're going to look into that and see what we can do. I heard this as well. And I'm not sure. I actually had that recently happen with a podcast that I was checking out as well. 
I don't yeah. know if it's some internal server thing. I don't know if it's the actual website that is the yeah. issue. I don't know what's going on. I know that the files that I upload work. And the reason why I know this stuff works, and this is for everyone, and obviously people that are trying the show for the first time and trying iTunes and it's not working certain episodes, they may not try other ones. But if you have friends that you're talking to and they're like, oh, no, you know, iTunes isn't working or isn't letting me listen to that episode, we're on everything else. SoundCloud, yeah. Google Play Music, Stitcher, I mean, Podknife. I mean, the list goes on and on because what I do is every time I upload an episode, yep. like 30 seconds later, I have it on my one that I use, I use Pocket Casts, and I'm not, you know, they're not a sponsor or anything. I just happen to use them. Yeah. And the episode is right there every single time really quick. So I don't use iTunes for that stuff. So I don't even know who I'm supposed to contact. But in future, if anything doesn't work for some reason, you can always go to all the other places and listen. And sometimes, and sometimes I think SoundCloud has the best quality. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. And once again, it's free on every single one. So, yep, that's free is always nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just make sure you get a word out. So I'll make sure to get in contact with that guy. Um, he was asking me about some Johnny Frank episodes, and I said I'm to keep, I told him to keep his uh, eyes open. There you, you never go. know. You never know. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll have another great show next week and another one after that. I'm sure Ian has a ton of conversations. That he can only tell me a couple of, because that's what the type of person he is. It's true. It is very true. Yep. Well, <laughs> by the way, I got to think about this, but we might not have a show next week. Oh, no. I don't know if I physically can do another show. Are you dying? Well, all the time. But, I mean, <laughs> but also, I'm going to WrestleMania. So yeah. when am I going to find the time? Like, I'm not going to haul up in a hotel and do a day's worth of editing, which I have to do for all shows. Yeah. So I just don't know if that's going to be possible. Maybe we'll work something out. I don't know. Believe me, I don't like missing episodes. But yeah, if we I could do a first live show or something, I mean, that'd be nice if we can. Yeah. But I don't think anyone, I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to tune in for live. I think people like listening to it like random times. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll see. But what I also want to say is if I don't do the show and don't have to edit them, I can work on more conversations that I have. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about right now. So we already did a Scent Like Wolves review, so it's not like we have to do that review next week because we've already done yeah. it. So anyways, we'll think it over. We'll get back to everybody. Oh, this could get me out of the Escape the Fate album. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> that is a positive way to look. I like that positive attitude. Yep. I do. And on that note, Here's another Ian Hates Conversations announcement. The next Ian Hates Conversations music edition is going to be the band Harm. Yep. Remember? Ooh. Yeah. I remember. I worked very hard to get that because remember I heard that first single and I yeah. was like, I love this band. I have to talk to them. It was literally <laughs> right after I heard that track that I contacted them. So it's going to be a really fun one. It's with their vocalist, Billy Clower. So I think yep. people are going to enjoy it. And then obviously I have like four or five more and some really crazy ones that you guys are going to love to hear. So hopefully we get everything worked out with the streaming. I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with it. But thank you everyone who contacts us. I know Dave talks a lot of people. I've been getting a lot of, you know, 
different messages and things from people, which is really cool to hear. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoy it. Feel free. Tell us feedback all the time. I like the back and forth. Like, I obviously think people who unfollow pages because they don't like opinions are boring. Yeah. But people that will be like, oh, no, I like this band. Like, you know, why don't you like this band? And ask me those kind of questions. Like, I like that. (laughs) I'm completely fine with that. And I'm glad you listen. And I don't have to have the same opinion as everyone. I don't expect everyone to have the same opinion as Dave and I. Dave and I are weird fucking people. Yeah. Just the way it is. I accepted that long ago. Yeah. And hopefully everyone else has. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. That's really the thing. I mean, I'm very glad that people can take the humor for what it is and enjoy the show for what it is because it's not going to change. I am not changing my opinion on anything. We are <laughs> honest on the show. We joke around the show. We talk about the music that we love and we make fun of the bands that suck. Yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah. And if you happen to like one of the bands that suck, if we're being funny about it, then you can laugh at that. Or maybe you suck. Yeah, maybe. Are you talking to me, Dave? Are you talking to me? (laughs) Wow, see, you get great impressions like that on Ian Hates Music. But no, it's just, Dave's right. Like, who gives a shit? Like I said, you can make fun of my dead dog. I don't give a shit. It doesn't change the way I feel about him. I'm not like, oh, no, you made fun of Sleeping With Sirens. I guess I can't like Sleeping With Sirens anymore, so I'm not going to go, oh, no, I guess I can't love my dog anymore. I, I don't yeah, he likes Black Veil Brides, guys. He Fuck yeah, I do. You, you want to come at me? Come at me. <laughs> I'll defend that to the death. I don't give a shit. And I'll have fun doing it, too. I'll just oh, quote. I'll quote Black Veil Brides. <laughs> I'll just quote their lyrics back uh, and forth to you. <laughs> and we clearly dislike Cold World. Yeah, we do. Yep. We, we made that do. very clear. We dislike a lot of things that suck. Yeah. And we love a lot of things that are great. Yep. So, anyway, I think we're good there. Another long show. Oh, no, no. I totally forgot. Because this was in two parts, we didn't have it on the list for some reason. You know the new Alisana EP comes out this week. Yeah. Oh, shit. What do I want to sacrifice? Escape the fate? (laughs) Or cover (laughs) Alisana? For anyone that doesn't know, the Lost Chapters EP comes out this Friday on Revival Recordings. I don't know why that wasn't our list. I think it's just because I've had it for so long. Yeah. Like I bought Origins, so it came with that. And originally we weren't supposed to talk about it. But now yeah. they are releasing it for full, so then we'll talk about it. Spoiler alert, it's awesome. There you go. <laughs> That's actually kind the review. The That's the review yeah, right the there. Same thing with the Sin Like Wolves. Uh, spoiler alert, it's good. Yeah, it's really fucking great. So why don't you go get it? There you go. Yep. Done. Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick, guys. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. For my real friends, add your handle. Comment section so lit like a candle. You trying to hate? Nah, that's a scandal. I'm so So goodbye to you
You're the 